Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. on Heroes of the Hydean Way. The heroes settled the sky on fire in one of the numerous tunnels riddling the asteroid hideout of Bandendoba. Therein they discovered the damaged remains of a Z-95 belonging to Zucata's brother. In spite of poor condition, Cav coaxed it into a half-life as a ride for investigating the extensive tunnels. The crew piled on, and leaving the sky on fire behind continued their hunt. Not long after, they crossed into an atmosphere containment field, and camp defended by a YV-666, its cannon aimed straight at them. Have they finally found Doba? Will they be able to dodge that blast? Find out on this week's episode, Disruptive Habits. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we are playing Trouble Brewing, and it can be found in the Edge of the Empire core book. This is episode 11, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. K1, let's begin. Biscuit in one hand, the other holds a blaster. Cav shoots on stun because to shoot is the maternal progenitor of disaster. Beyond this wall of tools, life is undefined. Cav thinks of names when Cav's in a gan state of mind. What more could this being ask for? A luxury ship? This being complains about routine maintenance, but Cav doesn't mind. It's not a bad way to earn a credit chip. Cav dreams of high-speed chases, wants to see all that spaces, and get in the guild's good graces. Cav thinks of names when Cav's in a gan state of mind. I was almost prepared for that. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot you said that you had done that. I remembered there was a rap. I did not realize it was tonight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's why I was like, oh no, my first intro. Well, I've got to do this. I have to do this for David. That was amazing, Christine. By the way, oh, was it okay? I I tried. I don't think I su- I don't think I succeeded, but I tried. This is where Barrowin tries to freestyle, but she like freezes up on camera. Uh, I'm Barrowin, and I don't rap. <laughs> it's okay, Barrowin. Cav will teach you. Salonians don't rap. Salonians, <laughs> we have a long list of things we don't do. We uh, we don't rap. We do not uh, smile. Do you do you protest that you are not a merry man? If somebody asserted that I were, then yes. Dad gum, you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your list? I mean, it's not the entire list. We'd be here a long time. Does that mean I'm Jordy? I mean, your luck seems to be about on par with Jordy's, so sure. I am Billy, and I am not certain that I understand the context societal and otherwise for this particular use of the word rap in abject slavery born and right now oh you david my it heart swelled slavery but yeah three sizes its current size when you started that i did not that make up an entire rap oh, give me time and i can help you you can do a bonus features episode where I just wrap up. Or that. you can just do it next episode and I'll help you make one up during the, <laughs> the break. Well, what I do is I, I treat it like how I did uh, what is what the hut pay? pay? What is the hut pay? And I just put it at the end of an episode with no context. <laughs> spice, spice, oh, no. spice, 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 spice. I mean, the start the start is clearly at the edge of the <laughs> Empire, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm David and I play Vurin and uh, I am rapless tonight. Would you like me to fetch you a coat? <laughs> <laughs> to learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. Today, we will get Billy to ask. Betor Barrowin, might I inquire as to something personal? Do you have to do it while we're literally being shot at? 
Well, I believe we have a moment before that begins. I mean, yes. Uh, since I'm not entirely certain as to the context and timing of these conversations. Leave that to our masterful GM. I mean, you've spoken infrequently of your home planet and of the similarities between yourself and your family members and your species and at large. As a being who comes from the same as all of my kin, we are all but parts that were assembled for specific roles to play, how did you come to differentiate yourself and claim your own way? I, I left. <laughs> it's not particularly easy, Billy. Um... See, on Salonia, a lot of us have prescribed roles, which is, I guess, sort of like how droids have purposes they're built for. And um, if you if you deviate too much from those roles, it's, it's it's usually a little frowned upon. I, for a long time, managed to to be okay with that. It's hard to have a lot of problem with all you've ever known, but once I realized. What was out in the wider galaxy, I, I realized that there was, I don't know, more opportunity for variety. I, I, I don't know how distinct I ultimately would be from my sisters if I were to go home anymore, but at the very least my experiences have changed me a lot. So would you say that it is your path taken rather than your individuality that makes you who you are? Billy asks, sneaking a second question in. <laughs> oh man, what? That's cheating. That is a violation. I tend, I tend to think we're all the sum of our experiences. We're not just built with a personality. I realize now in retrospect that was the wrong way to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for considering my query. I shall remember it. Process it. In some ways, in some ways, that raises more questions than it answers. But uh, so while all that was going on, we uh, we we rolled a destiny pool and uh, we ended up with four dark side points. It's awesome. One each. You're welcome, Ben. This is what we get for having a heart to heart while being shot at. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's 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 start taking our bets. Who's gonna lose a limb? Who's gonna die? You say that so cavalier-wise. I mean, I mean, I mean, most of us can be pretty sure we're not going to die, right? <laughs> I'm rather enduring. Like, we know who's taking that bullet, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've already promised something otherwise. Anyway, where we last left our heroes, they had left young Vrebo and Zucata on the uh, sky on fire to hold down the fort or keep the sky and fire floating above the ichor because that could end badly. And after the heroes themselves have fashioned a leftover and mostly damaged Z-95 into a repulsor lift uh, contraption, one might call it, and have gone exploring, we less left off with them finding... A YV-666 freighter in its boxy glory, as some might say. And the people controlling it were apparently waiting for them. For as soon as they turned the corner and made for the blue glowy pressure field, the medium laser turrets on top of the craft turned and powered up to fire. And now we go back to our player group. I think we're all jumping off the ship before it explodes, right? Oh, yeah. And then Berwin said something to the effect of, uh, everybody out. I I, I know. I'll spend a destiny point to O. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping. I mean, I had I had plans for possibly a destiny point, <laughs> but I guess... <laughs> Not an option. I guess those plans are for naught. Brandon, did you have the same thought I had? I mean, I don't know. I sure hope not. Oh, I was gonna. I was hoping that maybe the C ninety five would have been weaponized as uh, it exploded. But oh, that was my hope personally. Was I mean, yes, that was the thought I had. Although I will admit, the reason I hoped you hadn't had it is that I'm the one in the ship. <laughs> You're tough, right? Relatively sturdy. So, so me making that happen is 
is fine. You making that happen is murder. <laughs> well, we are bounty hunters. I mean, murder isn't entirely outside the question. There's a quote. Other quotes to take out of context. <laughs> I feel so honored. As the Z95 is coming in, the four of you bail out as you get to just on the inside of the pressure field. And the Z95 explodes, throwing the four of you to the ground. At this point, I want to get a coordination or athletics check. I will go with an average, a two purple check. We'll also go with a setback in everyone's case on account of it is low gravity, so it's a little awkward moving. Uh, given it might affect things, do do I roll for K1 as well? Since she... She was kind of in Cav's arms when this occurred. Are they are they together or she kind of like left on her own? I would go with K1. She'll have the availability of uh, K1's repulsor lift and not have to worry. Okay, great. So she will get out of Cav's arms and uh, fly free. Uh, all dice have canceled out for Cav. That setback uh, messed Cav up. Well, Barrowin was born for this because Salonians get a rank of coordination. Uh, one success and two threat for Barrowin. Ah, two successes for Vorin. <laughs> hey, I'm not alone. <laughs> Thanks. I blame you. Yeah, but you do have the worst result. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You've got threat. I mean, yeah, but I do succeed. So like. Oh, by the way, I got one advantage, listeners. So the way that this is going to work out is... As the four of you are trying to escape the exploding Z-95, before you're able to touch down, the explosion happens, and the four of you try to tuck and roll. And two of you are able to come up. Vern is almost unfazed as he comes up, and is fairly close to the outset relaxation area that has a table, has... A couch, a couple chairs. Looks actually kind of nice. Yeah, and like a little hollow display. Yeah. And then Berwin does slightly, not quite as well, probably from having to scramble out of the uh, Z95 cockpit and jump out. So just a little bit behind everyone. So she got thrown into one of the chairs, thusly taking two strain. Oh man, something else I might have done with a destiny point is had the ejection system still work. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. That would have been shame funny. about those destiny pools. Just be glad Ben yeah. didn't use it to have the. Uh... <laughs> I blame. <laughs> Here's the problem: the more we taunt Ben, the more likely they are to start using those dark side points. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you know, but that's good for us. If Ben used that dark side point for your ejection seat, you just boom straight into the ceiling. <laughs> There's a... Yeah, yeah. the ejection seat still works, but the canopy release doesn't. Ooh, that's just... Ow. Oh. No. But, okay, so that was two. Then we have Billy and we have Kev going in and face planting. So they're starting out... Billy, I'm going with the advantage, ending up pretty close to the table. And all three of... The heroes are, like, right there. Then we have Kev, who was riding on the other side of this Z-95 and got flung more forward. And in this case, there wasn't any failure, so still just sort of skidding on Kev's front and winding up next to a very thick cable running from the cargo door of the YV all the way to a kind of corner of the pressure field. Well, th somehow my my failures turn into something I would have probably spent advantages on. I think. Uh, one question: How badly damaged is Cav's like pressure suit, EVA suit, whatever from this? Don't worry, I'm not asking for any specific reasons. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> more along the lines of uh, the outer surface of it is scratched up, but there's no punctures. Okay, good to know. Like any of the paint on any of the actual hard stuff is now very scratched up and half peeled off like but nothing there wasn't any jagged there yeah it's okay that that will just give Kevin an excuse to buy new ones or repaint it so at this point i'm wanting to get a vigilance check off of the th four of you for initiative or set or just for awareness it's going to be for initiative 
Ooh, nice, Brandon. <laughs> what is with you in initiative rolls? Barrowin is very serious about going first. What? Ben, the... no. Don't well, do that. That's, that's unfortunate. Fortunately, that triumph means nothing. <laughs> triumph does mean triumph a free does maneuver. mean something. Well, yeah. it means it's a success, right? And they get an extra maneuver. Ben, stop rolling well. Actually, no. Roll well for your initiative and then stop. I mean, success-wise, he's just continued to roll in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, like I've yeah, it is two, nice. two, two. Nice little what was the first one? lineup two? there. Two. I've two, just rolled two. twos. Yeah, you're like you're twos. talking about. You I've just, only you just made twos. the NPC turn bigger. If I somehow roll two on this one, I will be mildly impressed. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Two he rolled exactly. two listeners. <laughs> Yep. If you couldn't yeah, tell so by our reactions. Uh, so are those holding NPCs, Ben? Uh, that is everyone left. All right. So our combat or initiative order is going to be two PC slots, followed by three NPCs, followed by a PC, then one last NPC before the final PC goes. The cavern the ship rests in is a flat expanse of exposed rock. The pressure curtain generator is tucked off in one corner of the cavern, and there's this arc light array on either side. Some of the crew have set up simple chairs and tables, and even a couch outdoors as well, although no one's out there currently. A pair of binary load lifters droids stomp back and forth, picking up some simple cargo and supplies and shifting it around. And as the explosion happens and uh, the four of you come to a rest, they just start walking towards the back of the ship. Away from us? Yes. There are currently three cargo pods sitting out near the cargo ramp. Just are going to give a bit better of a lay of the land. There are three cargo pods, two load lifters, which are now retreating from uh, the area where the four of you are, and no people outside. Okay. Looking at our picture, is the the thing with all the lines on it, is that the ramp? That's a ramp. I went big for the cargo ramp, because I thought it should be. How far away are we, range band-wise, between like between, uh, from like the cargo pods or the ramp? Uh, cargo pods, you'd be at short range, because they're like just sort of at the bottom of the cargo ramp, and the uh, inside would be medium range. And it would be medium, it would be short range to get up the cargo ramp. Like, from the base. Now, is that for everybody or just Cav since Cav was flung forward? Uh, no. Everyone, um, Cav would be at medium range to everything because the cargo pods are at the base of the cargo, uh, ramp. Like, Cav is short range to the group, but medium range to the cargo ramp. Okay. I'm sort of envisioning right near the front of the YV. How big are the pods? Meter by meter by meter. Clearly... Whoever we want is inside. So, um, I'm still up for taking the first turn if people want, because I would still field commander for my action to give people maneuvers, get get into better positions, especially since we've got a block of NPCs before several of the PC slots. I think that's a good plan. Also, I don't know about you, but I'm face down on the ground. As am I. So, I will take the first slot, uh, and I will... Oh, Ben, uh, yo, did we notice anybody taking that free maneuver from that triumph? You did not. Okay, just checking. I figured that's encouraging because it means it wasn't the load lifters. It could mean that it was aim. Aha. <laughs> Gross. Well, there's that, but I was also, there's a reason why I'm saying no, no, you did not notice anyone taking it. I will do a field commander, which is a leadership. It's like. What, an average difficulty, and depending on your successes, you get to give us maneuvers? Uh, it's just average uh, difficulty and a number of people, if I succeed, a number of people equal to my presence, which is currently only two, um, can suffer a strain to take a free maneuver, which does not count against their normal limit of uh, two. I don't think it's average anymore. Uh, it's still technically average. There's just a red in it. <laughs> Yeah, I used a destiny point. Three successes. Nice. Get wrecked. Red die. So, um, 
Barrowin picks herself up after after stumbling over the armchair and after after <laughs> quickly assessing that there is nobody immediately trying to murder us uh, from out here anyway. Uh, she will. Vern's the other one who's like not completely flat on his face, right? Correct. Vern's probably landed in the the couch. Yeah, he just like he just leaning back. Flip, flip, flip. Boots on the table. <laughs> one yeah. arm on the armrest. Pretty much. Uh, in that case, I'm inclined to throw the maneuvers at Cav uh, and Billy. That way we can stand up. That way you can at least get in a not terrible position. <laughs> well, yeah, standing up, I guess, is a good start. Although if anybody has a better idea, that's also fine. No, I'm, I'm probably going to rise. Uh, if that is offered to Cav, Cav will use it and Cav will stand up from prone. All right, so my one question is, that, if I remember correctly, is an action. It is. So you still have a maneuver left. Yep. Um, so after after shouting, you know, Cav, Billy, get to cover, or something to that effect. Get off your faces. And she doesn't want to embarrass you. Barrowin herself is just going to draw her pistol and then suffer two strain to uh, close in on the ramp. I'm sort of thinking that you'd be close to the bottom of the ramp. Yep, if that's where one one maneuver worth of moving will get me. Um, you know, she's not she's not charging in blindly. She's you know got her blaster pistol sort of leading with her blaster pistol and prepared to handle anything that makes itself needing to handle. Either does either Billy or Vern want to take the next one? It occurs to me some of what I kind of have uh, in mind for Cav will work better once uh npcs have potentially shown themselves or are taking actions i mean i only have one really specific notion at this point which is does Vern have something to do or no he does have something to do but it's not one of those like critical things to do okay um i would like billy to take the next turn then Uh, after rising from somebody's command billy Picks herself up off the ground, and then, um, I don't know how you're going to call this, but she wants to pick up the table <laughs> and basically create cover for Verun. <laughs> and kind of repositioned so that the the opening from the ship, Verun is not in line of sight. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, this is very much an athletics check. Uh, I will go with it being too purple. And a setback because it is, again, low gravity. But but that means it's lighter. Yeah, but it's unwieldy. It's got legs. I don't know if we've asserted that it has legs. I don't know, actually. For all I know, it's a, it's, for all I know, it's a, it's a cord spool. It's a repulsor <laughs> I'm <just> making table. assumptions. <laughs> Could have leg. Like, the one in the middle with those weird little... Ooh, hanging yeah. from the ceiling of the cavern. yeah with a giant table i suppose i should have asked what kind of table it was i was thinking it was like the picnic table with or the like patio table with the single sort of spire in the middle okay can i can i call for a boost because it's light okay sure all right so Totting that all up and remembering to type the word roll everyone does appreciate billy finding an interesting way to follow her command to get to cover god bless america wow what did he get well i had two blank dice no successes no failures i ended up netting two advantages well that's some cover so maybe i picked up the table and i stumbled away from Verin, but i'm still in cover Okay, that works. Or maybe you kind of throw, like, you put the table up, and who, like, the bad guys, as they're coming down the ramp, or shoot us, shoot at us from the ship, or whatever. Whoever was looking in that direction is like, for a brief moment, like, hey, wait a minute, where, where did the Twi'let go? And they look at a setback, and they do try to shoot at him. I, I would like there to be a setback for people trying to shoot at Varen, since that was my goal. Whether it's just because they're like, why does that droid have our coffee table? Sorry, calf table. That totally could work. <laughs> Did you hire somebody to redecorate? Oh, oh, maybe maybe one of the advantages can be they were playing uh, Risk, 
Um, and they had they had left it alone, <laughs> and they're really and mad. And you just upended their entire game. <laughs> and the entire cavern is filled with the tiny little ticks of the plastic pieces. Yeah, the gravity is so low that like they functionally float, basically, because Star <laughs> oh. Wars gravity. Oh, you guys are gonna make this so weird and morbid. And then there's also blood flying through this cavern. What weapon do we have that creates blood? Oh gosh, this is all going Star Trek. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Vern does have a bit of cover. So, now we have three NPCs. So, the very first one you can't see, and it is, you're assuming, on the inside. The second one is, from inside, you can kind of make out three people cowering in behind, well, not exactly cowering, but in behind some uh, crates inside. And... They are poking out around and taking shots with their blaster carbines. They are attempting to shoot Billy. I wonder why. I actually do wonder why. Barrowin's on the ramp, or at the bottom of the ramp. I was going to say, I'm taller than you, but I'm not that much taller. I have their table, man. They're mad about that game. <laughs> they were, they'd been playing that game for like four hours. It was Vern who has cover. So Billy does not. Medium range... I'm so I'm gonna go with they're kind of obscured because there's still a little bit Alright, let's see what happens. And it begins. Alright, so that is enough to do ten points of damage before soak. And two advantage So I got one success and two advantage. Can I make a suggestion? So Billy didn't pick the table up by the legs, she picked the table up by the sides. And the two shots, or the shots that go through go through the table and just break it in half. And because of the gravity, she loses her grip and they just kind of go spinning. I like that. So she is now completely visible. Also, ouch. And then Browning gets a look at a Rodian peeking around the edge of the cargo and pointing a very, shall we say, wide bore weapon down at and this one makes a very, shall we say, loud and sort of watery sound as it shoots. What? Uh, is history going to repeat itself? <laughs> I don't, I, do you guys know what this is? I, I don't. I just... I, I, I do because Ben spoiled this for me. So it's short range. But can I, can I suggest that um, if I tail whip at just the right time, I can reflect attacks. <laughs> if you want your tail blown off, sure. I mean, that's if I don't do it at the right time. <laughs> if we're going for that cyborg tail. Okay, so with this shot from the disruptor pistol. Oh, okay. Oh, no. You lost me at like watery, but yeah. Now, now I'm here. Uh, I was trying to figure like. It's not the normal plasma blaster. Uh-huh. I was trying to come up with some other sound. Um, yeah, because this is like, yeah, it's sort of a green. It does not look like a blaster pistol shot. And it shoots near to uh, Berylin. In this case, I'm figuring that it just uh, grazes past uh, Berylin's fur, causing somewhat of a... Um, Mechanically, I'm going with a setback to Berwin's next action, but I'm going to go with, like, it's so close as very unsettling for, hey, look, I just got shot at via Disruptor Pistol. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I know I should stun this guy, but on the other hand. <laughs> Does this Rodian look like somebody we know? Is the Rodian doing anything else on his turn? He's trying to get a bit better angle on everyone and is grabbing a bit of bit more effective cover against everyone. Okay. There's th- some things Cav would like to do. Well, you've got to pick one action and two maneuvers worth. Uh, unless there, you have a, a concrete idea for Verin. I, I've got, I got some things, David. No, go for it. There's nothing critical that Verin is planning to do. He's probably just going to do fairly obvious things. Okay. Ca- now, this may end up just being the, you know, Cav's action on its own. But Cav is sort of sorting through our current situation. Cav is aware of the pressure field. Cav is aware of this cable at Cav's feet. 
when the Rodian popped out or the the people at the top of the ramp, did Cav see, like, are they helmeted or wearing rebreathers or anything of that nature? I'm going to go with no. They are not. From Cav's brief view of the people up the ramp, did any of them appear to be in a qualish? Rodian and three humans, though Cav really only saw, like, limbs from the humans. Okay. The next thing is Cav is now like sort of like following the cable, sort of looking around the the little ha- hangar, so to speak, the the area, uh, quickly looking for the, well, the power source to that field. It looks like there's a cable, like the cable that's running to the generator looks to be going straight into, like it goes up and into the uh, cargo hatch that is open. Okay, but I haven't seen whatever generator is powering the pressure field. Correct. It, you're pretty sure that it's somewhere inside the ship. Possibly the ship. Okay. So so Cav is noting this uh, pretty quickly with all the, the, the blaster fire starting. Cav is out in the open. All of this is occurring. Cav wants to try to give him something else to think about. So what Cav is going to do is uh, draw not the heavy blaster pistol, but the ion stunner with one maneuver uh, how far away is the generator from me? I'm going to go with medium range. Cav's going to take a shot at it. All right. So medium range. Yeah. Medium range will be two purple. I do think I should use a destiny point on this. Okay. I was thinking of doing the same. Count of it would be hilarious. All right. Uh, doesn't appear to. There we go. All right. That brings Cav to uh, yellow, green, green. Cav does not have a chance to aim here versus a red and a purple. Mm-hmm. Why no chance to aim? Because I'm going to need my other maneuver. Four successes and a threat. <laughs> and nice. Ben, this is an ion weapon. All right. So that is going to shut down the pressure field. And hmm. Okay, I didn't even, Cav didn't even know if that would work on that. Cav just figured it was probably doing something important. It is starting the pressure field to fluctuate. Like, the lighting around it is starting to go, The and it looks like that is most likely uh, dropping imminently. Okay, that's what Cav... Cav is very fine with that. Cav really wanted to give him something else to worry about, so if they have a chance to try to run back aboard the ship or something, Cav is fine with that. Uh, so then, uh, what's my what's the threat the threat do here? Before I take my second maneuver, I'm gonna go with all, the light outside is going to get shut off as well, thus getting a setback due to darkness. Uh, Cavs specifically or everybody? For everyone. Haha. Everyone except for Barrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. If Cav can still make out the cargo pods in front of Cav. I want to uh, suffer two strain to try to move towards them for cover. I don't know if I reach them yet, but Cav is at least going for them. I'll go with you're able to get near them, and you're also pretty near Barrowin, just as a FYI. Okay. Uh, it just occurred to me one other thing as Cav is. Oh, Cav did actually win the fact. There's so much going on. Cav didn't have a chance to deliver uh, K1 orders. Uh, I know we're not doing this for everybody else. Could I make a fear check for K1, given her, her performance in the last battle? Yeah. For K1, I'm figuring that this should be a two purple, one red. Huh. Just uh, one failure uh, off of her one green versus the two purple and a red. So I guess she's suffering a setback to anything she tries to do, which I'm going to yeah. note here. Uh, but what K1 is going to do, I think, given her programming and what's occurring to start flying closer in quotation marks, but in a roundabout way, she's kind of circling in the opposite direction from where uh, Billy and Verin are uh, not heading directly for the ramp. She's tr- she wants to try to be close to Cav in case, you know, Cav needs her, but also doesn't want to be anywhere close to the blaster fire. All right. So she'll just use two maneuvers to start closing that distance in a roundabout fashion. So like pretty much trying to skim along the side of the ship. Gotcha. Yeah. That will conclude Cav's turn. Sorry about the length. For the last one, you don't see anything happening. So, and then that goes to Verin, who is apparently standing near a couch. Yeah, I will go ahead and uh, quick draw the blaster pistol. Awesome. I want to stay behind my couch slash my my cover that Billy provided. Uh, And then I want to peek out enough to see if I can spot that Rodian with the disruptor pistol. 
Uh, yes, yes, you can. Uh, they do have cover, so. Well, then what I would like to do is aim and fire, because I don't want that thing firing any more times than necessary. Exactly. Deep breath, aim, fire. Well, except that we're depressurizing, so deep breathing deeply might be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. No, no, we're that's in true. We do have Yeah, that's why Cav suits. did that, because we have suits <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> All right. So that will be uh, medium range. They have defense and the cover's increasing it by one. So there'll be two setback. All right. It's going to end up being three setback because of my gun. <laughs> and one extra difficulty on a non-short shot. So this is going to be difficult here. So it's a uh, three purple. Uh, then we're going to have two setbacks. <laughs> Cav has a really good feeling about this. Did you include the setback for darkness? Uh, All let's right, see. And let's then... go. Come on, use a, uh, use a point. I, I think I might here, because I only have one rank in ranged light, but I have three agility, so I'll use a light side point. Let's see, yep, it's going to be interesting. I have three setback on it, and I can't think of a good way how I could get rid of any of them. Um, but I will get... I don't know how to t program this into the type, but I'm going to get an automatic threat and a success, because this is my first shot. I have a feeling I might have to second chances this, because this is a crazy roll. <laughs> Holy cow, three success, two threat. You did it, David. <laughs> I there hit a lot some of blinks. <laughs> do you want a second chance it or no um do i want to make it more successful no honestly only, the only die that came up with nothing on it uh, that was positive was one of the yellows all right no, and i don't absolutely. need to succeed anymore i'd rather take what i've got and save this for when something horrible happens or when i really need to succeed a lot so with that it's uh that would be 10 damage all right 10 damage on that guy minus that Ooh. All right, so yeah, that guy, the Rodian that in the brief flash like you saw did kind of look a little bit like something you knew. Definitely, that winged them pretty good. They're not down, but that definitely clipped them in like the upper left chest. Mm, now the familiarity makes me wish that I hadn't used that on kill. <laughs> I should have switched to stun setting because I think we might have just found someone we were looking for and I just shot them in the chest. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't have shot a uh, stun shot at medium range anyway. Oh, yeah, range. you're right. <laughs> well, it's not really in Vern's nature to be like, ah, he's shooting at us, but he looks familiar. So I guess I won't shoot back. To be fair, he did shoot a disruptor at our captains, so he kind of yeah. had it coming. Plus, this helmet's really fogged up. From all that, that deep breathing. Okay, and it's at this point the uh, pressure fails, or the pressure... Uh, field fails and there is a it's a surprisingly short poof when that happens it looks like the Rodian's able to fight against it and I'm going to see what this does huh okay so two of the pirate crew go f uh, flying out the door and stop before the black icker and they are now sort of spread out to almost at the edge of where the pressure had been and one still inside the ship. Technically spitting, splitting the minion crew, but really we know what those two are doing. It was enough of, or it was a small enough of a puff them figuring the four in spacesuits didn't have to deal with it. Kay wants us to fight against the current a little bit. She kind of loses a little bit of progress, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm figuring that, like, K-1 has, loses a maneuver worth of progress, but otherwise no one else is, like, flying or anything like that. It's that those ones, they were inside the ship, and then all of a sudden, phew, the air is moving quickly away from them, and two of them got dragged out. As they go flying past, there are two PCs to go with. I have an important question. Sure. Does my suit allow me to attack with my tail? Yes. Okay. By the way, when when the pressure fuel failed and those guys went flying, Cav just smiles behind the faceplate of Cav's suit. I'm glad Cav is wearing a faceplate. Now this game is sad. I'm going to need to talk about things like sadism. <laughs> Does anybody have any uh, pressing need to act first? Because I think Barrowin's going to try and take care of uh, our Rodian friend. Yeah, before Vorin goes and shoots him again. <laughs> yeah, Barrowin will probably like hold up a uh, a hand in Vern's direction and sort of a don't do that again kind of gesture. 
<laughs> or at least don't do that again yet. Uh, how far is the Rodian from Barrowin? Uh, the Rodian would be at short range, yes. Uh, Barrowin is going to close in and do a tail attack. Woohoo! Barrowin uses tail whip. Uh, does he have any melee defense? Uh, he does. He has one melee defense. And since you've moved up, you've negated the cover, so just, yeah, the melee defense. Yellow, yellow versus red, purple, and uh, black. Oh, a success, which is not what I wanted. Uh, so I've got one success, which unfortunately means I cannot knock him down, even though knockdown is cheaper with my tail. Uh, so he's looking at, uh, ready for this? Four damage. <laughs> that actually does something to him. Uh, yep, and I've got one more brief thing to to do. Now the Barrowin has run up and uh, just kind of playfully slapped him with her tail. You actually hit, like, where the wound from the shot was. Um, Barrowin is going to, uh, say to him... We're bounty hunters too. Back off. Because the code says he's not supposed to interfere with us. And we're not supposed to kill each other. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're only very lightly a bounty hunter. <laughs> well, you're not a bounty hunter. You hardly count. As anyone who's actually read this adventure, that was kind of a roller coaster for how it was going. So in this case, I am going to go with using the bounty hunter's code against him also, which, by the way, was... Uh, using Berwin's uh, obligation. Haha. <laughs> I kind of want to get a average charm check or something very close to that. Could I do negotiation instead on account of I'm kind of invoking... I'm sort of implicitly invoking uh, the risk of the downside of breaking the code. I will go with that. On the other hand, I am going with they've been shot, so I'm using a destiny point. That's fair. Okay, still don't have anything. I keep. I know that I have things that affect social checks, but they're just not things that affect these social checks. Uh, I am not. Actually, I'm going to flip a destiny point uh, back, <laughs> which will add a green to my roll. Woohoo! Uh, because I'd really not. I'd really like to not get shot by a disruptor at engaged range. That's a good plan. Or any range, for that matter, but it does make it harder, but still. Well, that makes it harder. <laughs> Not harder enough. Four successes and one threat. Whoa. Gun is going to take a look at Berwin, straighten the eyes, and essentially just nod. And let go of the handle of the uh, disruptor as it slowly starts to settle down. All right. Um, what would you like to do with that threat? I'm sure Barrowin was briefly extremely nervous that this wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that, and also the fact that a disruptor pistol is slowly falling down to the ground. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a strain. Uh, I know a stupid thing Cav would like to do, but if one of the other characters who actually are trained in combat skills want to do a thing to help out Barrowin, uh, that would be appreciated. Because Cav will not go about it intelligently. That's, that's disconcerting. So who wants it? Me or do one of you want to claim taking out that guy with the carbine? Uh, I could do it. Mr. David? Yeah, I mean, Barrowin just waved you off of shooting the person you already shot, so uh, aiming at somebody else is probably prudent. Well, we'll just aim and shoot at the next guy then, because uh, what else am I going to do while I don't want to leave this nice cover? Move to closer cover and do that? That's true. Um, so where is the guy with the carbine in relation to me? Uh, the guy with the carbine is up the ramp. Like, there's a couple crates that him and his cohorts had been hiding behind. Now there's just him, and he's looking kind of frantic. As And at the base of the ramp is those two large cargo pods. Okay, then yeah, I'll I'll see if I can sling behind one of those cargo pods for a maneuver, take a two-strain to aim, and then shoot him. Totally. All right, well, then I'm going to use the fact that uh, he is below me to my advantage and do what I said. So let's see. I'll take two strain for my extra maneuver, leaving me very strained. <laughs> it's like about half my strain there, a little bit more than half my strain. Uh, and then we'll aim and shoot. So he is now at short range, correct? Uh, correct. He is at short range. He does still have cover, so that will be one purple 
Um, that will be one red and one setback. Okay. Uh, and then I aimed, so I will make that a blue there. Yeah, I'll take the destiny point and make one of mine in a yellow. You know, we got to keep the shooting going well. Thank you. Okay, so here we go. Nice. Two success, one advantage. Sweet. Woohoo! Uh, so that that's nine damage there. Wow. Okay, now it actually matters. Are you shooting to kill? Uh, at the carbine guy? Yes. Yeah, I didn't switch it over. I, I've been waved off one guy, okay, but Vurin's no. not much of a take-prisoner sort of guy when people are shooting at him. Totally. And then the reason why I ask is they have four soak, they have five wounds. <laughs> so as we go through all of that, hey, look, this guy's dead. As Vurin the killer is able to... <laughs> Uh, is able to take out another dread pirate and able to clear Barrowin's back. What's the advantage going to be? Cover? Boost? De-strain? Well, well, I don't know if this this would be a use for one advantage only, but could we say because I slid, I'm actually like laying down behind the cover after I've fired, or I'm at least like down, hunkered down further than normally when you would hide behind cover. Alright, in theory this should work. Haha, <laughs> it did. Alright, so yes. Vern is there in behind cover. Uh, having just taken out the... Carabiner? <laughs> yes. After taking out the carabiner, the one pirate, there's Godin who is now turning and looking to the ladder to get up and just essentially sprints. Like, looking around, his disruptor pistol dropped like settles down onto the ground, does give it a quick look, and then uh, turning, grabbing an emergency air mask. It's pretty much a bottle with self-sealing mask over it that goes around his snout and heads towards a ladder towards the front of the ship. They get to the ladder, they look at Berwin, they look up, and they wrap a couple times on the uh, a door going up. Like, because there had been a... Barrowin's really the only one can see it, but yeah, there had been a hatch that had uh, slid shut over the... Uh, between decks. Kev, you're up. Uh, so then we still have, what, an, uh, an NPC or two to go? Uh, two NPCs, but I can't really see what's going on with them, so... Then that brings us to the two PCs. Uh, so Barrowin said that Cav was up. Well, right, because he wrapped. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm stating that as in I'm going to take the next initiative slot. Then <laughs> Cav will go ahead and now that the the shooting stopped, stand up from behind cover and go over to the the door, which I guess is a maneuver, uh, and start examining it. K1, meanwhile, is starting to burn maneuvers, going in a more straightforward path now that the shooting has stopped towards Cav. That way Cav will be able to speak, or rather be understood. So Cav is looking at this this door. Uh, like, what kind of controls do I have to work with here? Because something I mean to fix after Trouble Brewing, but didn't have the money for before, Cav doesn't have slicing gear yet. Okay, the door itself is pretty simple all it has on it is really door open door closed and a 16 digit keypad which is very much like the sky on fires door opening door closing mechanism so uh ben as i spend this destiny point once upon a time probably back when they first met and there were awkward moments and whatever else in terms of like uh this whole gan following around this poor salonian uh Berwin has locked cab off of the sky on fire before <laughs> and uh cav had some experience in uh in the hot wiring a door like this to pop it open okay uh so cav is going to uh go ahead and like pull a quick draw thank you tool belt a tool uh and uh see about like prying open this little uh this little like keypad and start messing with the internals to see if cav can't open up this door oh okay that door because i thought you're going for the cargo door yeah, you're going for the hatch to the next going level. Going for the hatch, correct? right? Okay, I'm I, now I'm I'm confused. Wh which door closed on Godin? The hatch between levels to go from the bottom level to the 
second yeah, he went level. up a ladder. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, so the... Okay, so I, I, had, to, I had to go up a, a ladder to get yeah. up there. Well, you would have gone up the ramp to get in, and then once inside, you have seen the, like, D-ring, or the D-hole that has now got a uh, pressure door on it. Okay. Uh, so by the time I reach there, will I have suffered any strain? Like, what's my, what's... Yeah, that would be a, that'd be a two maneuver. One maneuver to get up, one maneuver to get to the base of the ladder to mess around with it. Uh, all right. So if I still have an action where I can do that, then I would like to see if I can't open up that pressure door since that is what is impeding our further progress into the ship and presumably towards our quarry. All right. So in that case, yeah, that is going to be a two purple, one red mechanics check. And since you're doing this on the top of a ladder, I kind of want to do a setback. Okay. Well, first off, I already spent a destiny point with because of my whole story there. So I'm guessing I get an upgrade for that. Okay, I'll go with that. Unless that's what's making this even possible. I, I leave that up to you. Yeah. No, I'll go with you're able to get an upgrade from it. Uh, how far back is K1 at this point? Is is she caught up to me or is she still away? Uh, she will be just cresting the uh, cargo bay door. So she's essentially a maneuver behind you. Okay, so she can't assist me on this. All my talents are droid or crafting specific, so they don't help me. So yeah, I think I'm just going to look at uh, four yellow versus the two purple, a red, and a setback. Okay, three successes, an advantage, and a despair. I don't know if you have an immediate thought for the despair. My thought is Cav gets his door open, and one of these people Cav does not want to be on the other side of the door is on the other side of the door, probably with a weapon. Okay, that's kinder than what I was doing. Okay. Okay, probably with a and I will, uh, probably with an upgrade as well because that that strikes me as very appropriate. And Cav comes oh, yeah, over like, and it's like, oh, Cav's done this before. Do do do. Door opens up as Cav is like turning away, like kind of smiling towards Barrowin and everybody, and everybody's looking like, no, like turn, turn, and Cav turns and there's oh, something. Okay, yeah, and at that point, Cav will actually see two Aquilish, or the feet of one. That's just sort of, like, Cav's looking almost straight up. And just sort of, like, in the top of Cav's vision, we'll see, okay, I guess the top dome of the head of the Aquilish. And there in front is a somewhat recognizable Aquilish with a vibro axe in their hand. Oh, snap. Okay, now here here's a question, because this is off of a despair. So they're there, uh, like, are we obscured enough from sight that, like... Because I, I, I guess I, what I'm, I guess I'm wondering is Doba gonna get a hit on me before my companions can get to me? Because because it feels like if if Doba's just exposed and they can shoot him up, that doesn't feel despair worthy. Is is Doba really exposed if he's in the ceiling to us? Yeah, no one has. Yeah, n- this isn't. I'll put it this way: they don't have kind of cover. They don't even have like the triple upgraded cover of. Uh, three setbacks, there is no possibility of a shot. The only okay. one who can see them at all is you. Okay. And there is this one guy with a vibro axe standing at the top, like in one hand a vibro axe, in the other hand a heavy blaster pistol, and is standing at the top there waiting for someone to come up that he doesn't recognize. Okay. I feel that like that's despair worthy. I am satisfied. Uh, Billy. <laughs> the Two minions that are attempting, they're just attempting to get back in the ship at this point. They are ducking under the ship and are trying to go towards the back of the ship. And where did the um, two load lifters go? Did they go onto the ship? Uh, There are two giant wings that are like four stories high sticking up. Because normally they go down below where they'd be touching into the ground, but they fold up. They're hiding behind the wings. Is that where the load lifters are? Correct. Like, you can see their feet. They want no part of this. Billy's just droid aggressive. No. I'm just looking, trying to figure out where everyone is. I feel like this is a viable concern. So, how many maneuvers would it take to get me into the cargo bay? It would take you two to get in. You'd be standing pretty much next to Berwin and K1. Vern is at the base of the is at the base of the ramp, taking cover in behind, not aware that all the combat effectives on the 
main or on the base floor of the YV are taken care of. Billy's going to start her turn um, over the comms with Betor Barrowin. May I have direction, please? Get up here and keep us covered. So she's going to take. How how much of an effort would it be to go? Pick up Vern and carry him on board. <laughs> I will ask it this way. Is this an imposed check? <laughs> uh, I think he'd be too surprised by it happening to really put up much force to do it. In that case, I'm not going with any uh, opposition to it. So Billy's going to grab Vern. Uh, probably, you know, by the scruff of the the suit. And just... No, actually, no, that... that, that Billy will lift him by the scruff of the suit and put him under one arm and then just walk aboard. Nice. I could I could damsel carry you, or I could potato carry you. I don't know that either one of those is better than the other. Well, um she'll she'll walk over, kinda pick him up, s- scoop him up under one arm, and get on board, and when she gets on board, she'll kinda just gently set him down on a uh, a crate. Now you've got Berwin, K one, Billy and Verin standing just on the inside of the cargo door, there's the corpse of one of the pirate crew that is uh, laying over a crate. You've got Godin off in a corner, not exactly cowering, just with an emergency air pack on his snout and looking at everyone. And it's at that point, with the fighting for the brief moment stopping, air rushing past Cav from the upper decks, to Aqualish bearing down on her. Find us next time on Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, and Cav on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K. And this is the point where future Christine will probably insert some other stuff promoting other stuff she does. You can find me, Brandon. Uh, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin, and I'm Leslet at Leslet, 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 Leslet. Try again. Stop. Rewind. And I'm I'm Leslie, a barely functioning human being that can be found on Twitter at Leslet GS. And I'm David, who you can find at AKA Agent Shades or over on YouTube playing video games. And uh, I guess this isn't it just Persona. No, it's not just Persona. I have other games and starting this Friday (laughs) or whatever this Friday is, whenever this comes out in the future, uh, I'll have Danganronpa as well. We are all at theheidianway.com where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Podcasts where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like our tomfoolery and want to support the shenanigans, you can find us on uh, patreon.com slash Way, Or donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash Way. I rapped, so now I get chicken tenders. Is that, is that how that works? <laughs> that had so better be an outtake. Um, I, I was going to say, it doesn't even sound so much like an outtake. Is you know how at the end of like sitcoms and TV shows, they have that little like stinger for the production company, and it's always like, not a doctor, or something like that. I feel like ours should just be like, I rap, so now I get no, I think it actually should just be, so now I get chicken fingers. That's doesn't make good. any sense, but it's at the end of every Who needs episode. needs context? Yep. Yeah, like... There you go. Just, yeah, just tied to the tail end of Cav's uh, intro. But let's go to Berwin. All right, K1, let's begin. Biscuit in one hand, the other holds a blaster. Cav shoots on stun because to shoot is the maternal progenitor of disaster. Beyond this wall of tools, life is undefined. Cav thinks of man, and Cav is in a damn state of mind. Call my name and I'm already there You don't need to write it in the sky, baby Call my name and I'm already there You don't need to write it in the sky, baby What more could this being asked for? A luxury ship? This being complains about routine maintenance 